So when was our last episode? It was like January of 2019. <laughs> January of 2019? Really? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it was actually like mid-2019. I think it was I think it was before that. I think it was 2018. You think so? Yeah. I think it was 2018. You might be right. I don't remember. Episode 10, I think it was December. December 2018? Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, so it's been more than a year. More than a year. Yeah, that just goes to show you how crazy busy we've been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been trying to come back, like, how many times we tried? Like, four or five times. Four or five there times. There was always something, something new. But then, remember, we also said, let's just do it from home, and let's just try to do it from home. And, and we yeah. couldn't even get ourselves aligned to do that, because the truth is, as soon as you get out of work, the last thing you want to do is feel like you're working again. Yeah, you know, and it's like I I just want to chill the fuck out. I want to play some video games. I don't want to talk about video games because it feels like work. I just want to play games. So and then COVID. And then COVID. And then well, for me it was like this. It was, uh, you know, I left Zuby. I came to Bunting Group. So for me it was moving. Right? So, but, but sorry to interrupt. But can we start there? Sure. Let's so start there. Let Let's Let's give our our audience that update yeah uh, we're f coast and i are no longer working at the same advertising agency we're now working in separate agencies um yeah but where are you i'm at an agency called the bunton group and the <laughs> bunton group is an agency located in nashville um and indianapolis and uh to our we have two offices and it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, agency. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very similar to Zuby in a lot of ways. And oh, really? I think that's part of the reason why I was drawn to it. Yeah. So just to give you a little bit of background on the Bunton Group, it's owned by a family. It's a privately owned advertising agency, which is what Zuby was before WPP. Um, it, uh, the family still owns it and runs it. The son of the original owner runs it. So think about the parallels there, right? Mm -hmm. um, as far as clients, they've had clients for 20 years. Think about those parallels. Um, they have, uh, they were in the same location for like 20 years and they just recently moved, which is just like Zuby because Zuby was in, in uh, Alhambra for like 20 years until they yeah. decided to move to Alcazar where you guys are in so you guys are not in Alcazar. You guys are in Catalonia. Uh, Catalonia. Mm -hmm. So, so from a from a um, from a structure like organizational structure perspective, there are so many similarities. But then also from a culture perspective, you know they are. Nah, it's a it's a, it's a family company. It feels like a family environment, and that's the that's the thing I loved about Zuby. Yeah, we're talking about a Cuban family versus a... <laughs> well, so I'm trying to indoctrinate them to, you know, more Cuban, more Dominican, more to... Hispanic. Oh, yeah. Man, I brought, um, I brought plantains. I mean, when, when I used to go to the office, I'd bring plantains and people would say, hey, what the, what the hell is that? I'm like, dude, these are plantains. Check these out. They're amazing. They're bananas. They're fried bananas. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, and, you know... But but from a from a uh, also from a um, from a family perspective, you know, working in advertising 
is interesting from the perspective of you, you can work with a lot of different people in a short amount of time. In five years, you know, in the four, I think I was at Zuby four, four, four years and four years and change, almost four years, I think, or four years and change. You know, there were people that I worked with at Zuby that had been working at Zuby for 30 years. And then there were people that were new. You know, that's just the way advertising works. But I felt like Zuby was one of the last places where people that had been working with Tere were still working there. You know, and like people that have been there for a long time were still there. That's kind of like how this agency is. You have people in this agency that have been working there for a very long time. And it's nice to see a mix of both. It's nice to see a mix of, you know, it's not just a lot of people that have been there a long time. It's a good mix of new young blood and people that have been there for a long time. Again, just like, just like Zuby. Um, Client-wise, it's a lot different. But uh, I have a lot of colleagues that I've worked in, at least at this agency, I've worked in mm-hmm. other, other agencies. Uh, my my uh, VP of media, Ben Thomas, worked for Toyota. So all we do is talk about Ford and Toyota. Like every time we try to provide examples to people about how to do things, we're like, hey, uh, I used to do this on Ford. Ben, didn't you do, used to do that on Toyota? Oh, yeah, we used to do that, you know, like dynamic ads and retargeting and floodlights yeah. and all the shit that we that we did for, for for Ford and for Toyota or that they did for Toyota, we did a lot of the same things. Um, so that happened. So I, I I took that position. I was the associate director of analytics at Zuby. Bunton Group offered me a, a director of performance analytics position, which is uh, a little bit more aligned with the with the work that I that I want to do. I wanted to have my own team separate from media and separate from strategy and research and just have like my own team and um and still work with all those teams but be able to kind of like be the master of my own destiny and so that's what oh, i've been wow. able to do that's lofty right that's like a lofty. master of my own destiny master of my own wow. analytics destiny i started the church of analytics here and i have a lot of converts <laughs> i have a question though uh and it is regarding our rustiness yeah is that a right rusty word? how rusty yeah. we are here um we're oxidized be oxidized before were you listening to me was uh, are you listening to me correctly right now uh, the audio quality is it good yeah the audio quality seems really good how about mine uh, yeah yours is it's very fine just just so people know in the audience we are for the first time trying um not trying but recording remotely yeah i'm in nashville so, and you're in yeah you're so in, that's uh, why we are uh, uh, trying to just making sure that that because I just noticed that the the Zoom call had a, a different mic set on, so maybe you were listening when we started recording. My audio quality wasn't um, as good one that we wanted. Yeah, and uh, now I switched it to to the right mic. So it sounds pretty good to me. But then okay, again, I'm perfect. not an audiophile, so <laughs> uh, I could be listening to something and it's complete shit. And I'll say, man, that sounds pretty good, man. There's no <laughs> so, base in that. There's there's a huge contrast um, of the situation our of our lives uh, when we uh, when we record our last episode yeah. today. Um, so today we we are in a brand new world, uh, yep. COVID amongst us. Mm-hmm. So so, what's your experience so far with this? You know, quarantine, COVID, masks. Um, what's up with gaming? Uh, what, what, what have you been playing? Have you come back to 
an older uh, an old game or something because because i have uh that's why i'm asking and after you respond to me I'll, I'll give you my my take on it yeah so going back to i think it's a good segue going back to what happened i basically moved to nashville and then the first thing that happened first of all other than freezing my ass off because i don't ever ever remember being that cold was uh we had a tornado uh, the oh. first week of march so we had a tornado that just destroyed uh, a lot of Nashville and went east for like, I don't know, 100 miles or something crazy like that. And it just passed my house. It literally missed my house, I want to say, by like a football field in terms of damage. Oh, wow. So we were very lucky. Um, but once the tornado happened, it destroyed a lot of the infrastructure, like power and, um, you know, the, the, the streets were messed up. Trees were torn down, buildings were destroyed. Yeah. Um, so it was very hard to to do anything for a while. So you know, we, we they have a hashtag Nashville Strong. We were Nashville Strong. People recovered. You know, after about a month, we were like starting to get back into the swing of things, and then the COVID happened, right? But the COVID's <laughs> been ha- had been happening, but the lockdowns happened. So then the lockdowns happened. The economy tanked. Um, because of the lockdowns and it's so we're dealing with that right so in in my mind you know one of the one of the things that keeps me kind of sane is being able to just play some games and not have to um really you know with all of the stressors out there in the world just being able to sit back and play a game is a great Mm -hmm. way to de-stress so the, the great part about it was that i was able to go back to world of warcraft classic which Ooh. I had originally said I wasn't going to play. Um, I wasn't going to play because this is an old game from 10 years ago. So why the hell would I want to play this old-ass game um, and play it again? Like, do the same exact things that I did before, do them again. It sounds ridiculous. But but, but you've been playing, like, a lot. Yeah, like, I did. I actually dove in head first, And I, you know, my mage is, like, full tier two mage, like, completely decked out. Um, our guild master, just to you know, give you an example, we helped him farm all of the carapaces for Scarab Lord, which, by the way, took four days, uh, four or five days of just logging in at four o'clock in the morning, um, going to a place in the Silithus Desert, uh, farming these things when nobody was awake, because when people are awake and the horde is awake or the opposite faction is awake, they grief you or they PvP, they don't let you do <laughs> shit. Um, we also were griefed by other alliance guilds trying to do the same thing because it's a race. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. And it's honestly some of the most fun that I've had playing World of Warcraft. I had it, you know, last uh, last couple of weeks playing this game uh, again, doing the Encourage uh, gate mm-hmm. opening. So, yeah, I never thought that I would play it again. I was wrong. I never thought that I would enjoy <laughs> it again. I was wrong. Um, and I don't know if it's because of COVID. I think I, I would probably say that COVID is at least half the reason for it because finding myself working from home, um, you know, finding myself just at my computer, you know, once I was done with all of my work responsibilities, it was very easy to just say, well, I'm already here at my desk, you know, might as well turn on, uh, play some, you know, play some Warcraft. And then the the raids that we do, you know, are at eight o'clock at night. So you know, it wasn't hard to just work until yeah, work until eight o'clock and then raid until mm-hmm. eleven o'clock. So yeah. by the time I was done raiding on Tuesday nights, I was exhausted <laughs> because I'd basically been sitting at my desk all day. 
And I know that sounds like a nightmare to people that don't play video games, but it was probably the most awesome thing I did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, people don't understand this. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Even though, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't spend that much um, playing and, and just once it, but, but yeah, uh, people don't understand this. Um, and when I say people is non-gamers, which is weird which today. Which are not people. They're not people. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. Everybody it, plays it, a game. It's weird. What I was going to say is it's kind of weird that we still talk about gamers like it's a niche or something like that. Yeah. Um, when basically everybody nowadays is gaming. Is For me, gamers right now in 2020 in our COVID <laughs> environment, um, it's more like like the actual hardcore gamer like the 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 ones maybe the streamers that uh, those guys those people not not only guys uh, uh, there's always uh, there's also uh, women but these people who like stream and really dedicate themselves to gaming and yeah. probably make a living um, yeah. out of it that's for me that's uh, what the gamer category or or label it's becoming because everybody's actual is actually playing games right now yeah and you know with the phones and you know gamers don't accept that playing games in the phone is gaming but right i digress uh, so but yeah it's weird somewhere yeah it's weird. So, so you've been, uh, so you've been back to WoW. I saw you the other WoW. day. Uh, you were playing Overwatch too, a little bit. So yeah, I've been playing WoW and Diablo. Overwatch. We played a little bit of Diablo. Mm -hmm. um, I went crazy with my Demon Hunter. I got the like Paragon five hundred or something like that, and I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, um, I got it out of my system. <laughs> uh, but I've also been playing Magic, and that's the other thing I was going to mention. You know, Magic. When I moved here, one of the first things I did was buy a, a box set of cards because they had just come out. It was, um, it was the uh, shit. I forget the name now. That goes to show you how much I played it. Um, it was uh, ra uh, I forget. It starts with an R. But I bought a box of uh, of packs. Right there, it's like it's like seventy bucks or eighty bucks or whatever. And and the whole point mm -hmm. was to burst open these packs so that I could create a deck and then go play it at the store. But then COVID happened so that nobody was playing in stores. So I was left with all these cards that I couldn't do anything with. My wife doesn't play. Nobody here plays. And you can't really play Magic by yourself. Yeah. So what I then did was I started playing Magic Arena a little bit more. But Magic Arena is, you know, I feel like I, I don't know. I, if I'm going to play a game, an online card game, for me, I just... I just felt like playing Hearthstone was just easier because it's it's like a faster paced game. There's less cards. It's 30 cards. Yeah, it's um, more accessible. It's just more accessible. I could play it on my phone. I could play it on my mm -hmm. iPad. You know, Arena, you have to play on your computer. But yeah. then guess what happened? This is what I was telling you before the call. So we, uh, I found out from a friend that lives in Hollywood down there in Florida that Cool Stuff is doing online tournaments through Discord. So... Uh, you know, you can join the Discord server. You pay $5 entry fee, just like you would if you were at the store. And you have a tournament. And if you win, you can win card packs, just like you would at a tournament. And it's, you know, maybe it's not perfect. Like, it's not obviously me being in the store, you know, shooting the shit with other gamers. Like, and that's the other thing. People that play Magic, they play a lot of other games too. They play Dungeons and Dragons. They play, um, you know, all kinds of board games. Um, and so, 
part of the experience of going there was talking and playing magic, but then it was also talking and playing other games and Mm -hmm. and just, you know, like I said, shooting the shit with other with other with other gamers. And so I missed that. But now that I have Discord and I have these online tournaments again, that's basically what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna do it um in about a half an hour. Oh, so we gotta be quick. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if I don't get to do it, I don't care. I'll do it next no Friday. No pressure. No but pre- yeah, there's no pressure. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just uh, I have to create a deck and submit it by six thirty. So that's fine. You're gonna be fine. We'll have plenty of time. I already have <laughs> a deck that I know is gonna get destroyed. So I'm not trying to be a pro gamer here. By the way, remember when we first started No Name Games? The whole part of part of our thing was to bring awareness to the fact that there weren't a lot of Hispanic gamers. And yeah. I feel like in the short term, um, a lot of women gamers have actually mm-hmm. stepped up. You know, when you start to think of like minorities in gaming and like, for example, I put on, you know, I have the Blizzard app running all the time and they usually give me little snippets of who is presenting some sort of content streamers. For the longest time, the streamers that were presented were like the pro gamers that were actually playing and streaming. Mm-hmm. But what I've seen in the last couple of weeks is it's all women. It's all girls. And um, they, they're giving advice on how to build decks. They're talking about game strategy. They're talking about the equipment that they use, you know, the mm-hmm. things that, they, that they're using to stream, um, which I think is great. I think that's awesome that, um, you know, I think to your point earlier, gaming is becoming more and more ubiquitous and people yeah, are starting to, to get it more. It's just the mainstream media right now. Um, and check this one out. When we didn't have sports, mm-hmm. we had NASCAR eSports. I don't know if oh, you remember, really? but well, yeah. So when we didn't have any sports, everybody canceled all their sports. NASCAR was still going because their drivers were driving e- uh, e-cars in um, uh, PlayStation. Oh, wow. I have and, a funny story I want to tell you after. And guess what we did? We decided to put First Horizon advertising in the games. So, like, when they would drive around Bristol, when they would drive around certain tracks, you could see the bank name as they would pass <laughs> it. So, you would you would get eyeballs on First Horizon, which is one of my clients, like 150,000 times <laughs> a, a, an hour because people were just driving by it over and over again. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. But, by the way, esports is um, esports as a, as a business or as an industry is is still growing and actually is one of the oh, of growth, course. growth models now during COVID is, is all esports. Yeah, probably now is, it's growing even more. But I have a funny story about the, the um, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to do directly with esports, but I mean, you just reminded me of this, even though it doesn't have to do with it. But when, when sports started to cancel, the the actual games uh one of, we all know that one of those leagues was nba and yeah. was actually one of the first ones yep. um <clears throat> at the agency once i mean you know a couple of us at the agency are nba fans i'm not a huge nba fan anymore but i, I kind of follow a little bit but you know rob is a very huge fan carlitos is a very huge fan so anyways when they start to cancel it um, Rob, Sebas, and I, we had this idea of continuing the season, but in 2K, in the yeah, NBA, NBA 2K, 2K, yeah. 20. Um, and we actually like got very excited and we actually 
went to, to Ivan, uh, presented the idea, he approved it, and we started sending messages to the, like the CMO at, at MBA yeah. uh, uh, through LinkedIn. I mean, whoever we found in LinkedIn, mm-hmm. we started writing emails to them uh, to see if we can you know, sell the idea and, yeah. and actually do it. No response. Oh, no response man. whatsoever. Next thing we see, like a month later, they're doing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they took your idea, basically. I, I can't make that accusation, but that happened. I can make it because I don't work for your Zuby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we presented the idea that why don't we have the players of the of the teams play in 2K20 and then continue this in that way. Uh, they didn't do it that way. It was more like uh, it was one player versus another, maybe like Kevin Durant. I think yeah, it was one-on-ones. Yep. One-on-ones, mm-hmm. yeah, with their teams. But, but I mean, at the end, they did it. So wow. that's a funny thing. I don't know. I can't make the accusation. Maybe you can, but <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I mean, they had the idea before. Maybe they never read our emails and had the idea. Uh, I don't know. I cannot I say anything. But that happened. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, slowly but surely we're getting sports back. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, uh, the other thing I was going to say is with uh, going back to some old games, I also went back to my Steam account and started playing some old Steam games. Yeah. Um, you know, I started, well, I started playing Dark Souls again. I started playing Dark oh. Souls 3. I, I, I was actually talking to you and the other Francisco when he had started playing it and it was like his third playthrough of the first one or the second one you're, you're talking about francis francis francis, francis. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and, a, uh, like a, he's a like a devout biggest, dark souls player yeah, the he's biggest the, dark souls fans i uh, i know one of the biggest ever that i've ever met for sure it's and crazy. uh hearing him talk about it i was like you know what man i, sh- I feel like playing some dark souls <clears> and so i started playing dark souls again and dark souls was it was good for me to play because i started getting some uh some inspiration to write a book and to write a story from playing dark souls oh, nice. and, uh, that's actually what started me on this uh journey that i'm on right now which is i'm writing a book and it's a it's a fictional science fiction fantasy story nice and that's all i will say for now but i actually <laughs> no spoilers uh, Ghost is going to be one of my um he doesn't know this yet he's going to be one of my uh, editors he's going to look I'll at tell it him. Yeah, he's going to be one of my proofreaders. Let FCOS know, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. speaking, speaking about games, like, um, and from my end, um, since COVID, I've played a lot of games. Um, and, and in a very irresponsible way, I would say, uh, like a bunch of games I just downloaded and tried them and never finished them. It was just like checking out stuff. So... I went ahead and subscribed to the Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. is it, right, yeah. uh, for PC, and I started just, like, trying games. I remember I tried Forza Horizon. Yeah. Um, yeah interesting. Um, got bored, like, by the second week. Um, but it's an interesting game and interesting design. Um, and I don't remember. I did play the new... Uh, Bloodstain, I think it's called. It's by the the game director who made the original Castlevanians, I think. Oh, cool! It was a very cool game. Um, from that, I tried us. I tried several games. Oh, I tried uh, Sea of Thieves. 
Oh, how was um, that? That was fun. I had a lot of friends that said that, that was fun. It's very fun, but it it you know you know me. I'm a very I'm not a you don't want a PvP. I'm not big into multiplaying, so right. it, it that game is all multiplayer. So yep. yeah, I tried it, I tested it, I, I did a couple of things, but then you know it gets boring if if you're not playing with people. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so and I didn't have at the time um, anybody to play with, so. What else did I, I? I played a lot of stuff. I I started downloading like old games. Like I played again Far Cry Five. Yeah. <laughs> they they uh, after they announced the Far Cry Six, which we're getting into a little bit of news now, old news basically. Um, but after they launched or they announced uh, Far Cry Six, uh, they had this offer of all of the Far Cry games, and I. I I think I got Far Cry f- three and five like for ten bucks, something like that. So cool. I, I you got playing. a deal. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I started playing Far Cry five again. I played it in, in PlayStation back in the day when it came out. I, I, I'm a I'm a Far Cry fan. I, I'm 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 conscious that it's not a perfect game, or I hate saying the game is perfect or it's not perfect. Uh, I think it's unfair for for the games. But anyhow. I know it has its flaws. I know, you know, it becomes repetitive, um, and 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 sometimes it gets a little buggy and all that. But damn, I, I have so much fun playing Far Cry for some reason. And Far Cry Five has this this humorous tone uh, with the with the religious cult, and that it it just cracks me up. It's so fun to, to me. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it, dude, it, it, for me, if it's fun, then that's all that matters. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I never, I never tried to look at games beyond them just being fun. Although I have tortured myself with some games um, that I didn't find fun at all, but they were yeah. so challenging that I was like, I just really need to beat this so that mm-hmm. I could never play it again. I don't know if you've ever felt like that about a game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, um, one of the games that I played, an older game, now that you reminded me, is Baldur's Gate that I found. Uh, again, oh, I, had wow. the, I had the old original one, and then they came out with the enhanced edition, and I had yeah, never bought I it. So I bought it, and I played it, and I beat it. I think it took me like three days because I played it nonstop. And <laughs> I love that game. I love that game. There's, even in playing it again now, I, didn't rem- I guess I remembered some things, but I didn't remember a lot of it. So it felt like a new game. I mean, the original Baldur's Gate I played like you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of fun too, but I think that's what this period has been. I think this period of of gaming for a lot of gamers has been mm-hmm. a period of like exploration, yeah. and you yeah. know, trying new games. Trying, you know, I know what we've done is probably not. I mean, what you did with X uh, with the Xbox uh, uh, Pass Game, pass. game mm-hmm. pass is good because you're you're actually actively trying new games. Whereas me, I tried a bunch of old games that I had forgotten about. Yeah, and ended up sticking with them. And I haven't really yeah. played any new new games. There's a game called <laughs> Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a hardcore shooter. It's a it's a looter. It's a loot, yeah, exactly. loot and shoot or whatever. Yeah. And a mm-hmm. lot of my friends are playing that, and I watch them play, and they're having a blast. I mean, you know, they're doing it on Discord, so they have teams, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they're very coordinated. Um, they're very coordinated tactical games and you have to be very um fast and and uh, very very smart I've, i don't have it i i haven't tried that one um it's been in 
beta or early access for a while. Yeah. Um, it, it's from a Russian Russian developer, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a Russian developer, yeah. But it's very hardcore. Like, it's very realistic. And um, and one of the things that I did, uh, did see about this game, it was a, an audio analysis on it. Uh-huh. And the audio of it, it's off the chart. It's like crazy realistic. It's very well done. It, um, it is. It is. When you play what they're, I mean, the video had some, on YouTube, there's limitations, of course. There's compression and a lot of things. But even in, in the YouTube video, the guy was like showing showing stuff. And you put your headphones on and the how you hear everything, it's like, amazing and how the um, how the audio takes a very important role in 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 the game yeah and and overwatch is like that uh i remember you and i talking about this how how every single character has its own like um like cues out of cues and when you hear and there's even characters who float so it's harder because you don't hear them walking yeah. and all that <clears throat> but you know Tarkov, it it's way more realistic in the in its approach. Yeah, and, it seems. You know, it, Overwatch have all these sounds are cartoonish, if you will. Yeah, it's um, not, Tarkov is not like that at all. But Tarkov the, is like Tarkov is like the real shit. Yeah, <laughs> if you get shot in on on the leg, you're limping. You're limping the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, you're limping. Even if you're healing yourself, you're still limping. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So it's crazy like that. But um, the other game that I wanted to uh, mentioned to you uh, was Fall Guys. Have you played Fall Guys? I've been I've been watching a lot of streams. Um, yeah, and and again, I go back to the multiplaying thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is sixty mongoloids in yeah. one, you it's know, like, in one uh, space. It's uh, it, it's it seems like a lot of fun. I mean, I haven't played it, it yet. It does look like a lot of fun. It's like a battle royale. Ring battle royale, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been like you. I've been watching it. Um, I've been watching people stream it. Uh, people seem to be having a lot of fun with it. So I think that's probably the next one I'm going to try. Um, oh, let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know so that we can play. And yeah. then the other thing I was going to mention to you, game game related, was I'm going to build a new computer, and I'm going to really? build a new gaming computer. Yeah, but I don't want to build one right right now because um you know there's there's just too much happening right now in the in the world of um you know processors and graphics cards yeah and um you know the zen 3 is going to be out by the end of the year and that's going to be the last of the am4 socket okay um which means you can't upgrade it because it's the last of the AM4 socket. Yeah. So the Zen 4 will be the first AM5 socket. So mm-hmm. it's almost like if you want to if you want to build a computer that's future proof or whatever, yeah. you have mm-hmm. to wait till next year. Yeah. And I'm at the point where I've had the same GPU, CPU, power supply, motherboard for like 3 years now and I'm already like I need a new computer. So I want to build one, but I don't want to build one and not be able to upgrade it, so I'm kind of stuck. Um, hmm. And I know, I know, I know. DD5 RAM is out next year, also. Yeah. So that's going to be good. But here's the thing that you and I both know: when all this shit is coming out, all this new hardware is coming out, it just makes all the other stuff that's expensive now cheaper. 
So Ooh, if you're yeah. okay with having like, you know, the best components, just you can't upgrade most of it. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. go buy a budget computer like in October for Black Friday. Definitely. November for Black Friday. Um, and maybe try to get, um, you know, like the new NVIDIA GPU is actually out next month. Um, yeah. And uh, the 70 line is going to be out in October. Uh, but I would literally need new a PSU and I would need new new power inputs. And I have a, I have a list of parts. So yeah. I'm going to send it to you so you can see what I'm thinking and maybe well, you can give me some feedback. Things are going to get crazy. Before I get into all the games that, that, that I've been playing, um, things are going to get crazy, I, I would expect, because, you know, the consoles are coming out. The next-gen yeah, consoles. Yeah, and the, the next-gen consoles are coming out. And the next-gen consoles apparently are better performers than PCs, than actual PCs right now. Right. Um, because of the SSD technology and yep. all these things that you've been mentioning probably already applied into this, or not applied, but implemented into, into these consoles. Yeah. Like high-speed memories, high-speed um, SSDs, mm-hmm. and all that, the ray tracing and all that crap. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure NVIDIA and Intel and AMD are going to go, well, we've got to you know, step it up. And that's probably going to happen right around when the next-gen consoles come out because they won't, they won't let consoles take, you know, the PC master race no. status. <laughs> They'll never let... And also gamers just will always say, hey, you know, I, I want my PC. You know, I want my PC. I want to be able to future-proof it. I want to be able to mix and match mm-hmm. parts and keyboards and headsets yep. and all that stuff. You know, I've had yep. the same Corsair mouse for three years. I've had the same Black Widow uh, keyboard for three years, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that, what happens with us is, you know, it's fun. It's fine. I, I guess for somebody that um, is just getting into gaming now, this would be a perfect computer for them because, you know, they, it, ha- it can play. You can play any game. I mean, but, it all depends. Yeah. But exactly. I'm like you when it comes to like audio, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you're like this when it comes to audio and graphics. So you're yeah, like double yeah. screwed. But I don't <laughs> mind the audio so much. But like I cannot have frame rate stuttering. I cannot have screen tearing. I cannot yeah. have, uh, you know, blackout screens or, yeah, yeah. Or, or any of that stuff. I don't want to enable vertical sync. You know, it's like I want my I want everything to look perfect and i want to run it at 120 frames per second yeah i get ocd with that i I whenever i see a game that is not giving me at least the 60 frames or is tearing and all that uh i go crazy like i put up i start i start not liking the game for some reason well yeah i mean we know the reason but it's like a more it's not even rational for me it's It's not (laughs) it's irrational but it's again it's part of us as gamers is to be like irrational about this are you checking this out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the Fall Guy stuff. So I think I might just add it to my wish list for now. And then, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I will. And it's only 20 bucks. That's good. Well, yeah, that's the other thing I was going to say. It's pretty cheap. So, you know, if you want to yeah. just, if you got 20 bucks to burn. Um, yeah. But, but just, just to get a, a, a little glance of all the shit that I've been playing. So I, 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 and Nintendo, let's go with Nintendo first. Cause you know, I, I've, I've 
I have the Nintendo, I have PlayStation, I have PC. So you mean you have the Switch? Yeah, Nintendo Switch. Um, so uh, Animal Crossing. So Ooh. it seems like very old, but since we haven't made an episode, I oldie but goodie. I gotta talk about <laughs> Animal Crossing. Uh, very fun game. A uh, little grindy, which uh, I'm an enemy of, but somehow this game makes me enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Diablo 2, mm-hmm. um, but not Diablo 2, but Diablo 3 2 <laughs> also makes Diablo me 3, enjoy 2, the 3. grind. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, so I've been playing that. Uh, I caught this game, uh, Dead Cells. Yeah, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Yep. So fun. So cool and the animations that the aesthetic of it it's it's impressive um so uh i'm really enjoying uh playing dead cells i've also uh played astral chain i don't know if you know this game it's by platinum games you know platinum games is a studio that made um near automata which oh i was gonna say we can't go one episode without (laughs) you not mentioning near automata (laughs) so i'm glad you i'm glad we could check the box there like, oh, we can't go one episode. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, we can't go an episode without me saying something about Warcraft or you say something about <laughs> here on, on the model. So, yeah, uh, Astro Chain, very cool game. Recommend it to anyone who, who likes these action, uh, action games. It's not, is it an RPG? Yeah, I could say it's I would. An, I just looked it up. RPG. Yeah. It looks like it is. It's very cool. It's an RPG. It's very cool. And, and it has very a lot of elements from not game design wise but the actual battle well no the combat system is is completely different because because you have like a i call it like a pokemon you have this Mm -hmm. monster character that accompanies you and Mm -hmm. you have it in a chain that's why it's called astral chain this creature comes from the astral plane so it's weird. So like you're that. a warlock. Like Japanese. <laughs> yeah. So you're a warlock and you're summoning. Yeah. You're, summoning you're actually a, a cop in, in, oh. in the future, in the cyberpunk future, and you have this thing, this ability to carry this. So it's very cool. Um, I recommend it. What else have I been playing? Tetris 99, I've been playing a lot. I haven't played that in like months. I need I've to play that like, some more. Like three times I've played Celeste also. I still haven't awesome. beat Celeste. I'm like in I'm like in the middle of it. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then and, and PlayStation. I want to get into PlayStation because I haven't been playing a lot of PlayStation, mm-hmm. but um, I did download, purchase, and download The Last of Us Part Two. Did oh, you cool. Play it? Well, no. So here's the deal. I know you're going to be very disappointed to hear this, but I still haven't even set up my PlayStation. No, I'm not disappointed. Uh, I'm disappointed at Naughty Dog for for giving <laughs> us The Last of Us to, well, for giving us the game that they gave us. Um, I heard a lot of people were disappointed with it, including Stu, which I talked to. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's bad because it 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 all depends. It's a very polarizing game. People like la- either love it or hate it. Um, but for me, it didn't work out. Um, and and. It's not you, it's me. It's actually not even fair that I'm saying this because I, I couldn't even, haven't been able to finish it. And, and, and I'm not saying this because it's hard or because I haven't had time. Uh-huh. It's just when I started playing the game and what happens in the story right in the very first, I want to say, hour, yeah, maybe less, yeah, it was so disappointing to me that... I just I just stopped playing it. Hey. I, I don't have 
I don't. I have no motivation to go back and play it. Is what are you doing Manny? up here, buddy? Little Manny Fresh. Is that Jerome? Yeah, it's little mini, mini Manny Fresh there. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, that happened to me with The Last of Us. Look, um, it's Fcos. Hey, Manny Fresh. Mini See you Manny later. Fresh. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'll see you later. Nice seeing you. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's going to close the door on his mom. That's cool. I wish our audience can see this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, he's going he's gonna to try to hold the door closed while his mother yeah. comes. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. That, that, that's how his, this podcast has always been, right? There's it's always, always been irreverent. Yeah, you your boss, we my boss would walk in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, yeah, that happened with The Last of Us. It's been very controversial. That Everything that happened happened, like the leak and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I, I mean, I ignore that. Uh, you know me. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm a fan of a game, and, and I'm just, like, a fan, and that's it. Like, Doom, I, they could screw it up 20 times, and I will still buy a Doom game. Yeah, same here. But it's like that too for me. The Last of Us was one of those that was in that list, and now I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even after the Last of Us too. To be honest, I'm not even encouraged to to get a PS5. <laughs> it's that bad, huh? It, for me, I mean, it's hey. it's been that bad for me. Hey, look, it's you right there. Jerome. Is that Jerome? Wow, he's showing me Jerome. Look. Look, it's Jerome, and it's, who's this? It's this is, is this a super wing? It's Johnny. Look, it's a super wing. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, transform. No? You don't want him to transform? No? Okay, sorry. Oh, my God. Hulk. So, anyways, <clears throat> and then uh, I haven't... Go ahead. Meaning money fresh. No, I'm listening to you. I just have to make sure that I'm looking at him. Otherwise, that's fine. Um, um, he'll say hi, Papa, 500 times. Yeah. <laughs> so another game that I started playing on the PS4 was Persona 5. I never played Persona 5. Um, I'd never be fond to um, turn-based uh, RPGs. I love those types of games, by the way. I know I, at Baldur's Gate is like that. So I saw Persona 5 and like a four or five bucks or something. I was like, oh, I want to play something new, which is something that happens every, every week now with COVID. Like, I feel like I need to try something new. Um, so I downloaded uh, P uh, Persona 5. And let me tell you, it's a very good game. It's yeah? so Oh, my God. I had somebody in my guild talk to me about Persona 5 for like a half an hour and convinced me to play it. And then, and then they left the guild. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I never, I never got to play it. It's amazing. Um, but it's really cool. I started playing Divinity, uh, the second one. I want to try that game, yeah. If you, if you like, if you like, well, I don't know about Persona 5, how it matches up to Divinity. Divinity 2 is actually really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and I would recommend that as a place to start for a turn-based RPG because the story behind Divinity is just amazing. Like, 
you get immersed in the story so quickly and then you actually want to play the game to figure out what happens in the story, which is weird (laughs) because sometimes you're just playing the game because you're having fun. Then, and that's good too, but I mean, it's rare that you get both, right? You get a fun game where the story's actually good. Um, I feel like, you know, in a strange way, Overwatch is a little bit like that. You know, once you start to see all the little character shorts and you start to get and start to understand the storyline of the game, you're like, you know what? Maybe I maybe I want to play more as uh, you know, Soldier seventy six because I really like his story and I just want to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's just weird. You start to get some associations to the characters, which, by the way, that's what I would say about games like that. Try one of the best things you can do is, you know, you go in with a preconceived notion to any game. Yeah. Um, but try playing as every character. Try playing mm. as every class. Try playing as a healer. Try playing as a damage dealer. Try playing as a tank. Try playing, you know, uh, try it all out before you yeah. before you figure out what you want because the truth is you don't really know what you like if you haven't tried it. And um, Definitely. Uh, at least with, the, with these characters. So I played um, with a lot of them. Not, I played with a lot of them, but not for a lot of time. Um, yeah. But that's okay. Before I found um, Lucio. Which you found Lucio, which is like character. you. It's my, like me? Yeah, he's like you because he loves music. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he uses music to defeat his enemies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that, but yeah. yeah it's man. like a little a speaker, his gun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Boom. It's really cool. Uh, and I've been playing lately. Uh, I quit for a while. Um, and like last week, I think I was like, ah, let me download Overwatch and I've been having a blast. And I've, be, uh, I mean, I'm better than I thought. Uh, I've been very good lately with Lucio. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, so I- I've been playing Overwatch on PC too. I've been playing Diablo three, uh, not as much as you, because for me, it was like, I want to do the, um, you know, the story, the st- no, uh, the season, but the, the season. Yeah. The journey, the initial journey, like those for four first um, chapters, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did those four, um, and I got my the the whole collection, the set. Um, I was like, yeah. But after that, I was like, okay, I'm done. I did it. <laughs> so another game that I've been playing that this is the one that I've been wanting to get into. <laughs> uh, I played also the Jedi, what Falling Order, I think it was. Yeah. Very cool game, um, and some other games. I tried Vampire again, which was very frustrating because it's a very cool game, but it's very sloppy and very unpolished. So uh, the combat system it is just flawed because of um, because of that, and I just can't. I, I can't. Um, and but but I wanted to get into you. You you started playing um, Dark Souls three again, and I um played Sekiro oh Sekiro died twice which yeah. is an amazing fucking game yeah so I was addicted to Sekiro the day it came out I, I don't know if you remember but actually no because I was already I, I was working from home for, for mm-hmm. TBG but I was not at Zuby anymore but this was in December but basically all of December that's all I played oh my god that's what a game yeah. What a game. It's so good. It's I haven't been able to finish it. Like I got to a point where I can I apparently I can 
finish i uh, get an ending because it, it has like several endings mm-hmm. but i've been uh delaying it because i want to like i want to fight all the i, I want for some reason for this game i, I want to do everything like mm-hmm. kill all the enemies even optional enemies mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. uh not enemies but bosses um so i haven't been able to finish and uh, get to one ending um but but wow what a game yeah I, it's it's impressive it's uh, in everything uh visually i i love it the design of all the buildings i love the combat uh it's so good i mean i feel like a freaking shinobi <laughs> yeah i mean and it's it's, so it's dark souls shinobi style well, I've I've played Dark Souls. I'm not a big fan of Dark. I, I'm I'm fan of Dark Souls in the sense of a game design. I I find it's genius how this this studio design uh, designs those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't have the the, the patience. <laughs> it's very slow. Dark Souls is very slow. Yeah, it is. It is. Sekiro is um, way faster, and there's Sekiro a lot. You have more faster, flexibility, yeah. I think, in the the and and the the stealth. Also, you know, it's it's very good. With with the bonfires, I still call them bonfires. They're and, bonfires. I don't remember yeah. the name. The idols, I think. They're idols. Yeah. Yeah, but the bonfires are more forgiving, if you will. I think. Yeah, they Sekiro. are. And there's, there's more, more of them. There's yeah, there are. There's more of them, and they're closer to bosses mm-hmm. also. So you can, you know, you can be finding a boss, and if you're losing, you go back to the idol and reset. Um, not sure if that's very prominent in in, in in DS games, but but that happens in Sekiro. But but somehow the difficulty is is it's not. I mean, it's more forgiving in that sense, but it's less forgiving in others. Like it's very quick. The the enemies are not as big. Like one thing that I noticed in in, in Dark Souls and even Bloodborne is that the bosses are huge. Mm-hmm. So their movement and everything, you know, they're slower and 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 they're more visible. But in Sekiro, there's a lot of enemies that are your size and oh, yeah. very quick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's very it's it to get that precision because yeah. you know in DS and maybe I'm I'm um, <laughs> maybe uh, uh, people are gonna hate me for saying this, but sometimes I just see play people playing uh, Dark Souls, and I see they roll, and yeah, they, you know, uh, it's uh, the whole timing thing with uh, Dark Souls. I see it a little bit less precise than Sekiro, and this is this might be complete ignorance of, on my part because I haven't played uh, a Dark Souls game for 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 a lot. Well, you played the first one. I played a little bit of the first one, yes. Um, and I found that even though you have to be precise and, and more precise in a sense of when you go in and attack and go out and come back out. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Dark Souls got experience. better at it, though. Like that was the, pre- the precision of, the, your, of your weapons and the spacing of the enemies and your character... It, it it got better, I think, in Dark Souls three than it was in Dark Souls. Oh 1. yeah, I remember in Dark sure. Souls one there were times that I swore I should have got hit and I didn't um, by anything, not just enemies. The environment, like a boulder, would fall on me and like nothing yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. But but in in Sekiro, it's so uh, I don't know. There's something about it that I feel it's it's there's a, a very nice balance and elegant balance in the yeah. game that yeah of how 
some things are forgiven, but for a price. <laughs> yeah, for a um, price. And it's so good. It's so good. It's so satisfying whenever you kill a boss. Um, I know this thing has been set for Souls games for and since ever since they came out, but I never experienced it. Even 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 when I played um, a little bit of Dark Souls One, mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, I defeated a boss, but I was like, no, okay, let, let's continue. But in this one, it's it's like yes, like it's so satisfying, <laughs> and and it's so simple. I always say this: it, it's the simplicity of the game. I mean, you have a katana and you have an arm, and it's uh, either a block or attack and that's it <laughs> that's the game you don't have like in other games like oh you press this button does this this press this button does that but if you combine these two buttons then you have another thing no it, it's not complicated in that sense and that's really I, I really love that because it feels like the the combat system is very intricate but it's very simple at the same time it's just one button to attack and one button to to block yeah. And then you have one button to use the power of your arm, and and if you time another, uh, if you time a, a block correctly, you parry. That's basically the bulk of it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and of the combat system, and it's so beautiful. It's uh, I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, I think the 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 biggest thing for me about the Dark Souls three game and Sekiro was. And I guess maybe I'm just a sucker for great stories. Both of those games have really cool stories too. And so yeah. I, I enjoyed the Dark Souls is very, it, it's, it, 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 maybe because I like Hemingway and he doesn't ever tell you the entire story. Like he only gives you little pieces of dialogue and you're supposed to figure the rest out. I was going to say that. I was, it's very cryptic. It's, it's very cryptic. What I, what I say, yeah. You know, the, the descriptions of the items are also like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, that's, you know, you're just, you're just giving me a glimpse into one small portion of what makes up that item. And, yeah. um, and that's fine. You know, I think that's fine. I think that, um, you know, that's the, that was the intention of the, uh, of the, uh, of the uh, developers and everything. So um, to me, it's I, very interesting. I do find that very interesting about the Soulsborne games, not Sekiro that much because mm-hmm. Sekiro has a different style to it, but, the souls, well, I mean, Born, Bloodborne also has a different side, but it's closer to what a Dark Souls uh, game is. Um, and it's how everything, you know, you have the story in the items and all that, but you see a character in Dark Souls and you, if you pay attention to the character, you see a story. And that's fascinating to me. Like when you see a character, uh, I was uh, my cousin was talking to me about, uh, the other day about a character that that carries um, a baby or something like that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, yep. I'm actually gonna use the example of of the cleric beast in Bloodborne. So the first time I saw this battle, the first thing that that I noticed was the screaming. So I don't know if you played Bloodborne, but this this boss. As you fight, you hear a scream, like uh, like somebody is just screaming, uh, um, crying, even mm-hmm. in agony. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I was that. like, "What is that? What? Why?" And and that's where I figured 
the game doesn't tell you a story in a, in a, in a very, let's say, intuitive way. Right. But everything has a story. And, you, and when you pay attention to the characters, you see, well, this, this character who's changed, chained to a, to a share and it's, it has like this ball in front of him. Everything has like a story that it is not literally set, but if you pay attention, you see it. And if you question it, then you find it. Right. And that fascinates me of the souls um, born game. Yeah. And there is also a lot of side quests and things that you don't normally yeah, expect, you know, exactly. and the endings change and, you know, like you, then you say, okay, well, I want to do this ending. I want to do that ending. I think part of that is, is, is part of the beauty of those games to me. It's so um, mysterious. I really yeah. like those, that, that game design. Yeah. But yeah, man. But um, well, I am going to go try to play this tournament, which I'm probably going to get crushed in. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how I do. But awesome. uh, I'm glad that we were able to like reconvene finally, even if it's been a year. Um, hopefully, we can continue this momentum now and keep doing more podcasts. I, I'm pretty sure that we will now that we've got everything pretty much set up. Um, yeah. And then maybe what's really cool now. Uh, as opposed to just doing a podcast is we can also stream some of the games that we're playing. Um, and, and I think that'll also be really cool because I think just about everybody uh, would like to see us in action, right? I mean, see, yeah, definitely. You know, that way, you know, like, for example, when you describe Last of Us 2, I think you, you do a great job of describing the games. But then if you have the game up, and a certain scene, you could say, look, this is actually what I really like about this game or yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like. And I think um, anybody listening to the podcast, you know, could say, oh, well, these guys are going to stream something and then we can actually show them. I think it would be really cool. Yeah, so. definitely. So, so uh, to, to our audience, yeah. we are on Twitch. Um, uh, we, don't, we haven't been streaming at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> we we can streamed. start streaming like we're starting the podcast again. Yeah. So um, go ahead and follow us at and, and twitch.tv slash, I want to say no name games, but I'm it, not sure. <laughs> I think it's no name games, yeah. But uh, we'll double check and put it in the comments. Yeah. Um, and yeah. You so. can also follow us on, on Instagram, the no name gamers. The no-name gamers are back, bro. Mm-hmm. And we're back, and we're playing games again. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to keep doing this, man, because, like I said, part of me is just happy that we have the ability to do this and kind of, um, you know, disconnect a little bit and, and do something that we're passionate about. And oh, so yeah. um, this is always going to be a great, a great yeah, release and- for us. And another plug for ourselves is uh, our website. So we, we started working also on a website. We're making it a, like a blog uh, format. Um, we don't want to pretend we're journalists. We just want to. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we just want to talk about, the, like here, like the stuff that we like and, 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 and share our perspectives on things. So if you go to noname.games, that's noname.games. That is, there's no .com or anything. It's .games. No name, that games. Um, that games. So it's not it's not up yet. We're trying to polish um, some stuff on the design, but uh, I I'm pretty sure this weekend I'm gonna nail that and and it's gonna go live. So if you guys can go ahead and bookmark bookmark us um, in your browsers and and go check us out there too. And obviously the podcasts are, are also published there. Yeah. Sweet, man. We're doing it again. Awesome, man. It's been great. I'm very happy we're back. All right, man. (laughs) Hopefully we stay. 
We will. <laughs> we will. We absolutely will. All right. Well, it was awesome. And uh, this is uh, Manny Fresh and F 